Hello, everyone, and welcome to the King of the Take podcast. I'm Donald Jones here with Kyle Silva. And in this segment, we're getting into the U.S. Grand Prix Formula One review from this past weekend. Excuse me. It was a sprint weekend. A lot happened. Kyle, I know you weren't able to catch the race this weekend, but it was crazy time this weekend. Yeah, so walk me through it, catch me up, and I'm probably going to have 5,000 questions for you, so I'm excited <laughs> to dive in. So I can basically break this down into six key storylines, and we'll start with the format. Sprint weekends, they're still missing the magic, man. They're still missing the magic. You get the upside of the teams get minimal time for setup, which is one practice session, and we saw that play out in the actual race with a bunch of mixed strategies, but... The downside is the sprint race was so boring. It was so, so, so boring. So let me back this up because the FIA FIA and F1 and this whole industry likes to change rules on the fly. Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Was qualifying hard, medium, soft? No. No. Oh, change it up. Nice. No. Good start. Good start. Medium, medium, soft. You don't know until you um, show up on track with tires. You just have no idea. Uh, like I like I said before, I wish I could sign up for like a subscription email. Just like, <laughs> what are we doing this week? Just to prep you. Yeah. Um, okay. Keep it going. So yeah, the 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 sprint the the qualifying on Friday was was fine. Uh, Max ended up qualifying P six, so it, you know you knew you were in for a race. But then you jump ahead to Saturday. Sprint qualifying was fine. It was whatever. The sprint race itself was super boring. Max ran away after the first corner. No one was even close to him. You sound so defeated right now. Like you're very upset. Like you had high hopes for this weekend. I just, cause I'm such a, I'm a big fan of the sport. I always said this. I wasn't even home this weekend. I'm watching on my phone with family. You know, this is how much I'm dedicated. It was, it sucked, man. It sucked. It was so Just boring. a waste of a couple hours. Such a waste. But setting that aside, storyline number two, Max Verstappen, the three-time champ. The guy is just, he's just so elite. Like, ran away with the sprint race, qualified P6 in the race, and you knew he's probably going to win. And what did he do? He fucking won. Yep. <laughs> P6, sure he did. still won. Would you, would you argue that he's the most elite athlete on the planet right now? I think in their sport, yeah, there's no more dominant. I think Connor McDavid last year, 167 points. Um, I Could you argue LeBron at his peak? Maybe. But I, I can't recall a time in the big four sports. Tiger Woods in golf. It's probably the closest yeah. comparison. I was kind of thinking Pat Mahomes. Right now. And, it, and it's not like a disrespect to Max and disrespect to Patrick. It's more of a... Patrick had this dominant run for three years. Now we're in year two of Max. We know we have one left. Or is it two left? Contract? Before, oh, the, before we change the regulation. 24-25 and then 26 the regs change. Okay. So, so he's going to win two more championships. Yeah. Okay. He'll be a five-time champion. Five consecutive champions. Championships, sorry. Not bad. Keep the change. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so, you know, it's a good point. I think, yeah, he's at the top of his sport. And he won the race managing a break issue for the second half of the race, and he still won. He still won. I, I read this thing, and I, I don't want to get too far ahead of myself because of uh, if it comes up in another take, but Charles Leclerc, 
Is he on your note note list? Oh, we'll talk about Charlie. Charlie okay, I, I'll, I'll hold then. I'll hold. We'll talk about Charlie Boy. Congrats, Max. Another win doesn't surprise me. Good thing <laughs> I didn't watch. <laughs> um, Lewis Hamilton has still got it. And I wouldn't rule him out staying for another five years. Um, I don't think so. I think he should cheat. <laughs> he's a cheat. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> here we go. Yeah, because he's the one who sets up the car. He's the one underneath the car with the mechanics with the wrench. <laughs> hey, got to ask. Ferrari did it. Yeah, no. It wasn't Maybe it. Mercedes and Ferrari looked at each other. You said you want to get risky in Texas here? <laughs> I don't. Lewis has nothing to do with it. The man, he just gets it and drives the car. He just gets it and drives the car. No, I'm I'm joking about him being cheap. He's very elite. Um, so where where I can look this up? Where did he qualify? Qualify. So he qualified third and came second. Qualified well, third was should have been second. Fell off at the beginning though. I think he lost two or three positions. Fought back through. Um, team put him on a so-so strategy. He probably should have pit earlier than he did on his first pit stop. Um, just unbelievable comeback though. Chasing down, albeit a wounded Max Verstappen, in one more lap, and he would have caught him for the win. Now he got disqualified, but he would have caught him for mm-hmm. the win. <laughs> he would have caught him for the win. He had a great race, unbelievable race. I think that's Max showing more elite care like traits though. Is he? They probably had it timed out so tight that. <laughs> Jesus. Dog technical difficulties yeah, here. Sorry. Um, they probably planned it out so tight. Max knows that car so well that he was like, okay, like I just have to do this. Uh, and do this. He was and then we're gonna get swearing there. a lot on team radio. I don't think he was that calm. There was a lot of yelling. A ton of yelling between him but and the GP. Ex- but like he's probably that mad because he didn't win by 26 seconds. No, every time GP would jump on the radio to give him information, Max would basically scream at him to shut up when he was in the breaking zones because he was having to fight the issue so hard. <laughs> like, a lot of swearing. So, this was probably the most unsettled, I'd say, I've seen him. And he still won. Did um, did you deep dive into this break stuff? No, I don't know. I don't know the extent of the issue. It's very interesting. What happened? So essentially, um, his rear tires were overheating. Okay. And the front brakes or front wheels weren't getting hot enough. Okay. So when the car reacts like this, uh, it leads to lockups in the back. Yeah, you can move the yeah. brake bias, but only so much. Exactly. So he's he he was probably maxed out. See what I did there, and um, um. And then that's when the yelling started because he has gone so far that he cannot adjust anything. And he's basically having to cadence break probably into every single corner and he needs to exactly. focus on getting that right. Yeah, yeah. that <laughs> makes a lot of sense. Um, the FIA, the FIA, I'm not going to blame them on this one, um, but they really, they really turned the Formula One world on its head with, disqualifying Charlie Boy Leclerc and Lewis Hamilton hours, hours and hours after the race. I like this play by the FIA. They do this every race. There's there's nothing. For those who don't know what happened, it's standard practice. After the race, they they will select certain cars. They'll select certain components because they can't check everything. And they'll see if it's within within spec. 
Yep. They checked. I'm, I'm okay with this. Max, Max's car was chosen. Lando's car was chosen. Lewis and Charles. And both Lewis and Charles were found to be out of spec on the... Do you know what the part is? I can explain what the part is. It's a... Uh, yeah, it's the bottom of the, the floor, basically. Yeah, it's a titanium skid block. So when you watch the race, you see the, the sparks flying out the back. That's the skid block running against the ground. It protects the car. It protects the drivers, too, from excessive vibrations and all sorts of things. And at the end of the race, it can it has to be a certain thickness, a minimum thickness. And they replace it every race. Every, every team replaces it on every car, every race. And it was found that both Lewis and Charles, um, Charles's car was like a few tenths of a millimeter under spec, but it was under spec, and they were they were disqualified. The only the only um, punishment in the rules is disqualification, so they were disqualified. I fully, I fully respect. No, I I'm Team FIA for this. I'll be the first guy. I'm a Charlie fan, Charles fan. You know it is. Um, This brought me down another rabbit hole. Let's go down it. So, essentially, not only is Max that elite, mm-hmm. the strategy is that elite. Oh yeah, it was dialed in. He was the first to pit. It was it's it, but it's not even that, dude. I'm talking about setting up the car. Okay. So what Red Bull did this week is they actually brought a bigger wing in. Okay. Yeah. And this way it would help with the downforce because they knew that car was going to be lower to the ground. Yep. AKA why Max's plate was still okay. And the the big reason to eliminating and rubbing off this plate is pospering. Uh usually, yeah. And the track's super bumpy. And the US track guess is really what? Bumpy. Ferrari and Mercedes always complain about it. Yes, sir. So fix it. It's your own fault. Yeah, they tried to yeah, the, the Mercedes and the Ferrari were the worst two teams last year with, with the porpoising, the bouncing up and down. They got a lot better this year, but you saw it in practice. Carlos was just fucking head bobbing all around. Man, he was on a pogo stick. It was <laughs> insane. Terrible. So they rose, they rose both cars up, and the Ferrari engineer explained it, our uh, sporting director explained it pretty well on their Instagram that all the data suggested that they would have enough margin for the weekend because they only had one practice session, but they didn't leave enough margin for error. And unfortunately, the, the bouncing in the race on the full fuel load in the sprint race as well was yep, enough to wear it, it down. <laughs> I thought that was interesting, though. Like, heads up for Red Bull for adjusting the package and knowing, hey, Sprint Weekend, let's cover this. Yeah, and I guess X- there's kind of three ways you can manage downforce, front wing, rear wing, and ride height. Those are the three, yeah. ma- and suspension. Those are kind of the four main ways. You can play with those variables, and they play with the right variables. And long story short, for those psychos out there, it's very interesting because... You also don't want to go too low to the ground because if you are touching ground, you're essentially screwing yourself. Bouncing. Yep. <laughs> a lot of drag. A lot of bounce. You want to be as close <laughs> as possible without no actually touching. touching. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or just grazing. Um, let's you know what, let's jump ahead to, to to number six here. Checo. Let's talk about Checo. Uh, you know what? No, before we do talk about that, because of Leclerc, uh, Leclerc and Lewis getting Buffalo just scored against Ottawa. Thank you. <laughs> Who scored? Owen Power? No, oh. third line, bud. Uh, because uh, Leclerc and Lewis got disqualified, <laughs> Logan Sargent, the American, picks up his first points hours after the race. Couldn't celebrate. Just it's just so Sargent. <laughs> it just feels so Sargent. 
Man, honestly, like I, I hope this guy has all the success in the world, but who cares? Yeah, he's gonna get dropped. I think so. Yeah, so <laughs> I mean, he got a point out of it. We're gonna, we're gonna forget his name next year. So, hundred percent. Um, so point six. This is, this is a. This, I want to get your take on this. So, I have Checo's seat is still unclear. Yep. Because he wasn't bad. He wasn't great. P five in the race in the sprint. But he still really struggles with one lap pace. And I want I, this is where I want to get your take. I was thinking about this in the shower a couple days ago. Oh, shower time. Okay. <laughs> so I think I've figured out what's going on here. I think I figured it out. Everyone says, including us, you said this before, that Checo is finishing down the grid, but in the fastest car. Right? So it's all him. He's the problem. Correct. I've said that since week two. <laughs> But I, I don't I actually I don't think that's the case. I think what we're actually seeing What are we doing here? I think what okay. we're actually seeing I'm not saying he's elite. We're not going down that path. Okay, I am gonna let you finish your take. I'm I, gonna let you come back to me. I'm 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 not comfortable right now, but keep going. I think Max is the fastest driver in the most unpredictable cars at the front of the grid, you know, the top five teams. The Mercedes at this point, the Ferrari at this point, and the McLaren at this point, I think are easier cars to drive, but they have- I a think l- the Ferrari's tougher. It's bad on its tires, but it's easier to drive. It's just bad on its tires. It's t- you have to manage tire degradation at all times, basically. But like a, a, a slight breeze pushes that car off the track. No, I, I, I think you see it way more with, with, with Checo, though. Checo is fighting it more than Charles and Carlos is, are. They, well, just, they just, just can't go I as fast those because two, the tire dig is terrible. I think those two drivers are significantly better than Checo, though. Uh, they are, but I think the car is more predictable. It just has a lower ceiling. It's just not. A, it's just not as fast at its peak. Okay. In okay. race pace, right? And so, you, you, if you watch, there was an onboard of Checo and Max, and if you watch them, it was it was side by side through every single corner. Max is so smooth with it. It just looks so effortless. And you watch Checo, he's like he's fighting a bull. Like he's constantly mm-hmm. just jerking, you know, he's constantly yeah. jerking, correction, 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 correction. <laughs> like it was just like, it was, it was never ending. And we saw this with Albon. We saw it with Gasly. I actually strongly believe now that if you put most of the drivers in that car, they would have a hard time. Including okay. Lewis. Lewis has struggled with the, with an unpredictable Mercedes-Benz as well last year and earlier this season. I I strongly believe now Max is so elite and the car is so set up for him, but it's not actually an easy car to drive. It's not that the fastest sense. car in most people's hands. That That's what I want to say. It, it makes a lot of sense. You might be like, I think you're circling around something. For sure. And I think, like, if you brought this in King Take Joke Take, I'm going to say it's a King Take. I should have saved it. I should have saved it. <laughs> but um, there's something, like, and you said, like, riding a bull and, like, not being in control and stuff. I think this is pure fatigue. Like, we 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 didn't see any of this prior. We saw glimpses of it last year, but then two years ago, he was fantastic. Uh, Checo? Yeah. Before they, that was in the 2021 car. The 2022 car and 2023 car are they're completely different regulations, right? They're completely different. Yeah, so 
this is where Checo kind of almost aged out. It's like if they took the three-point line from Curry tomorrow. But remember, they, the, he was good at the beginning of the season, right? He was better than... He had more points than Max, I think, after the first four races. He was in the, he was in the, the championship hunt, so to speak. As they developed the cars and made tweaks towards <laughs> Max, it completely fell off a cliff. Because I think the car is actually that difficult to drive. I don't think Checo forgot how to drive. I think the car is just... It's untamable for most drivers. So if if your saying is true, okay, and I drink Darnell's Kool-Aid and I'm on sure. board saying, hey, this car is too tough to drive for anybody named Checo Perez, who can drive it? That's the question. Let The McLaren in years past, so when Danny Rick was with Lando, they had a similar thing where Danny couldn't drive the McLaren. He couldn't yep. drive it, but Lando was fine. It's possible Lando could step in and, and, and maybe figure it out faster. But the point I was trying to make was if the only other option for next year is Danny or Yuki, they're screwed. <laughs> There's no way they can step in and do better than Checo. I, I don't think. Danny Yuki can handle the bull. Little Yuki can handle the bull? I think so. <laughs> He's going to be bouncing and holding on for dear life. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't be surprised if like somehow Red Bull invited invented like autopilot and they just like <laughs> tie Yuki in and just say hold on. <laughs> it's like they asked Perez like why did they go with Yuki and he's like oh he's like 20 pounds lighter than me. <laughs> Save on the weight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I think we're going to see it come to pass. If anyone else ends up next to Max, they'll have the same struggles. They'll have I, the I, same I struggles. Think, I, I think so as well. But um, Not even yeah. just compared to Max. Like Checo's not finishing P2, but like 30 seconds behind Max. He's finishing like P5, P6. P6. Any other driver would, have the same, would be in the same boat, if not worse. Besides I, maybe like a Lando. I'm I'm curious to see how many drivers could actually drive it because like I think Alonso could handle it. Ah, uh, he's a good he's a good one too. Yeah, like I assume Lewis. I he was terrible in the new Merc, really yeah, bad. Fair. <clears throat> the car almost needs to be kind of tailored for him for him to be elite. Not not to, not to suggest it's all the car, but like when they're in harmony, he's at the top. He struggled when that car was bad, like way worse than Russell. No, it's a good take. It's a good take. I like it. Um, you want to play a mini F one game before we jump out of here? Let's do it. Okay, so I got I went down a rabbit hole, as you know, as I always do. Mm-hmm. So I I started grouping drivers and created my own World Cup format. I like it. I like it. Okay. Okay. <laughs> it's gonna be super easy for you to follow. Like I don't have to show you anything. Sure. So you have to cut one, and then create your podium. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give you four countries. Okay. And you have to pick your driver. Okay. Drivers, sorry. So team one, Australia, your guy, Oscar. Yeah. With Danny Rick. Yeah. Now in my head, they have a McLaren car. Okay. I didn't, we don't have to do cars. <laughs> Just All talking good. overall driver talent. Sure. Next, we're going to go to Spain. Okay. It's Carlos and Alonso. Oh, okay. Oh, that's tough. Okay. okay. That, that you still tough. with me? I'm falling. Now this is now this is the really tough one. Oh well we'll give you the easy one. We have France. We just have Alpine. Sure. Yeah. 
And then the tough one is Great Britain. Who are your drivers? So it's Russell, Lando, and uh, Lewis. Correct. So I have to say I have to pick. So say what? What do I have to do again? You have to pick your UK drivers. Okay. Cut a team, and put your podium, gold, silver, bronze medal. So pick my UK. Sorry, I'm not following. Okay, so I've given you four teams. Yeah. Who's not going to make the podium? Which team isn't going to make the podium? Yeah, exactly. Oh, we're keeping it simple today. Which bud. team won't make the podium? Oh, which team won't make? Which team won't make the podium? Yeah. Who's your UK driver? Yeah. And what's your podium out of those four countries? Oh, okay. So France is out. Okay, so we're cutting France. So you have Australia, Spain, and UK left. Like I thought it was a no-brainer. Britain it is out. No, like first. Oh, okay, okay. Yo, but then, I'm, I, sta- getting then, there, I'm getting but then I started thinking. I was like, oh, okay, but okay. So, so France, sorry. So France just like is Alpine, out. your car got destroyed. They're terrible. Uh, they're not terrible, but they're they're mid. Um, my UK drivers, right? I have to pick two of them, right? Two of the three. Two of the three. Who's your Who's your top two? Lewis and Lando. Okay, so kick rocks, George. We've established oh, the UK man. team okay. now. It sucks because I, I think Oscar is so good, but Danny Rick is not good. So and that's why I thought it was interesting. Like, there's no other Australian driver that came to my mind. Unless, unless you did, unless you did uh, Oceana, and threw in Liam Lawson. Okay, let's do that then. Just for, the, just for, just for fun. Okay, so I, so I get Liam Lawson and Oscar, the young bucks. Yep. Science and Alonso are vets. Oh, or do you go with the UK? Oh, this is so hard. I'm so high on Lando. Okay, Lando and Lewis are first. They're, okay. they're just, Lewis is too good, and Lando, I think, is still, a, he's elite. Um, I figured that was the case, but I was really torn on who oh. you would go second, third, and then I thought even France might be able to kind of like pigeonhole Australia because they of Danny have, Rick. They but, don't have, they don't have but the But now upside, we've changed though. the game. Like, Gasly and Ocon, I think on their best days, are probably still bottom of the points. You consider everyone else's best day. Um, I really, I really think Liam Lawson is could be really, really good if given the it. opportunity. I'd love to see it, man. But Carlos won a race this year. Alonso has, has all the podiums on their best days. On their on their average days, are still better than Liam Lawson. So I think I have to put Spain second. Okay. And I think Oscar Piastri, valiant effort carrying Team Oceana, but unfortunately not good enough in their third. I was looking at the drivers in the countries. I was like, oh, there's a lot of good UK drivers. And I was like, oh, there's kind of like naturally two everywhere. And then you have like a bunch of the shit boys. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you have what? So uh, Max is Dutch. Belgium. He's born in Belgium, represents Netherlands. But yeah, you're right. You got Mexico, Monaco. Monaco. Finland, Bottas. Finland, yeah. China. Uh, yep. Japan. Uh, they could have been one. Team Asia. Yep. They and been. then we have uh, DeVries and uh, Hulk. Oh, wait, no. Hulk One's is from Germany. Germany. DeVries is Dutch. Yep. So you could have put So we could have had Max. Team Dutch. Yeah. And okay, then, who Max and Nick. Magnus- Max. Well, it's okay. You, you, you could go even further. So Magnuson and Bottas are Scandinavia, Norway yeah. and Finland. You put Dut, you put DeVries with with Max. Max. You put Zoe with uh, Sonoda. Yeah, my boy Uke. Mexico. I guess you could do North America. <laughs> yeah, Stroll. you just put him with Stroll. Stroll. Like they're last. Oh, the God. It's them. <laughs> it's them. Zoe and Yuki. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, K-Mag and Buttass, they're pretty far down there, too, Yeah, they, they, <laughs> on, But honestly, it would be a fairly competitive league. I think aside from the UK being wow, but Max would just carry Team Dutch. Well, and that and that's what it is. It's like, like how many races are you guys going to finish? Max carries Team Dutch. He carries Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> that's so crazy. I, I was. It was, and then yeah. So like, it was really weird how like it's all like mapped out very like symmetric. You could do a bracket. You could okay. Do so a, maybe maybe, we maybe do we'll bracket. do a bracket. Yeah, we maybe do we'll a do a bracket. bracket. We'll do. We'll seed them, and then we'll have them come in and see what the. Yeah, let's do that. We should do that. Yeah. Okay. Just for shits and giggles, I thought it was kind of fun. I figured I'd kickstart a little king take joke take. That's good. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, that's it. That's it for us uh, in this segment. Catch us in king take joke take next. Thanks for thanks everyone for joining us. Jesus, uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Peace. <laughs>